cover story. Cover a story or attain that coveted story. Get it? That is exactly what you want. Quoted as the expert, the story, headline, the spin. Every week, join us to talk about all things important to relating to the public. Your public. Craft your image, promote your products, create expert status, become the buzz. Join us with the pros. PR 101, crisis management, media blitzing, it's all here on Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you. Hello, everyone. This is Brandy Shapiro-Babbin, and welcome to this edition of Cover Story. I'm going to get right in it because I think this is a very important topic today because it's all about you and me. That'd be like the plural, you and me. Uh, our featured guest today is Brandon Gutman, who is Director of Marketing and Business Development at Stephen Bradford Search, um, who partners with companies to recruit top sales, marketing, and business development professionals. So that's either you who's looking for a job or you who are looking for the proper professional. Um, the industries they serve include advertising, media, promotion, luxury. God, I'm all about luxury. And beauty. I'm all about beauty, too. Um, consumer packaged goods and market research. Um, having always been a successful connector, Brandon spent his earlier years with RSL Communications, a marketing consultancy that helps salespeople reach brand marketers. His peers label him as a sales of, uh, a guru of sales, I'm sorry, networking and business matchmaking. And of course, that is why Brandon is here today. Welcome, Brandon. Hi, Brandon. Happy to be here. Yeah, this is terrific. So you're a matchmaker. Uh, I've been called that, <laughs> and, and, and you know, hopefully, better things too. Okay, so what better things um, do you think you've been called? Let's see. I, I guess um, loving husband. Oh, that's a big one. And uh, I guess uh, good son. But uh, yeah, I, I guess uh, <laughs> at Stephen Bradford, it's uh, I'm considered a matchmaker, really connecting more companies because I'm actually not um, directly involved with the recruiting. Um, as you mentioned, I'm head of of marketing and business development for the firm. So my job essentially is to identify and engage um, companies and, and hiring managers that we want to be working with, um, but in the, in the same time helping these companies that if they're not really looking for our services or really need um, recruiting help, helping them connect with other companies that might provide value um, in, in the meantime. So therefore, trying to be a matchmaker of companies. Okay, so let's talk about that. Like in today's sure. marketplace, where do you see the biggest need? The biggest need in terms of talent? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess, uh, you know, it, it really is, I mean, it's across the board because, you know, the business is good these days. The, the, the economy is definitely mostly, mostly positive. Um, so all, all functions, uh, you know, that we see in business are, are in need, and there's definitely more, you know, we see more job hostings and, and, and searches going on than there are actually people uh, in existence. But, um, you know, what we specialize in and where we see the biggest pain for our clients is sales and marketing talent especially. Okay, so now you've got this cacophony, if you will. I don't even know if that's the appropriate word, but it's not a good. No, I like it. Thank you very much. So you've got masses of people, this pool of people to choose from. How how does management, you know, separate the wheat from the chaff in choosing the pro, you know the perfect professional for their environment? Well, that's a good point. I mean, you know, regarding environment, it really what it comes down to at the end of the day is is, a, is the cultural fit. 
And, you know, I mean, the, the biggest challenge for, for our clients and, and for companies that, that aren't even working with us um, is, is basically, you know, finding somebody that matches the skill set or, or has the, you know, hopefully the closest skill set possible and, and the right type of Rolodex and connections and industry background. But it all comes down to hiring somebody who's going to fit well into the culture and personality of their organization. So, you know, at the end of the day, we tell, you know, our, our clients, um, you really want to hire somebody that you like. And, and a good question that I actually was um, that I got recently from Paul Audino from uh, IAC is one question he asks in, in interviewing, um, you know, to himself: Is this somebody I can sit on a plane with for six hours? And if it's no, he usually passes. Right, right, because God knows. Oh, and mentioning IAC, yeah. um, I have to do a shameless. Plug. Oh, please. Shameless plug. So there, there are clients too, so go right ahead. Oh, good. There are, we're, we're, like, we're one big happy family. There are clients <laughs> as well. So Jim Lanzone, who's the CEO of Ask, is actually going to be um, keynoting at Search Engine Strategies coming up next week, which is very exciting. And Webmaster Radio will be streaming that keynote live. And then Ask is also going to be joining us in presenting. We do an evening cornerstone event at Search Engine Strategies called Search Bash. So we're super happy because it's webmasterradio.fm search bash presented by Ask and uh, also sponsored by Network Solutions, Moniker.com, and of course, our very beloved Bruce Clay Incorporated. Oh, I love that. Yay. It's going to be. Can I go too? Absolutely. It's open to the entire conference. All you have to do is RSVP. If you go to the conference agenda over at SES. <laughs> well, please send me an email. I'm not sure I, I got the invite for that specific conference, and I would love to go. Is it in New York? No, dar- no, darling. It's in Silicon Valley. Oh, keep plugging it. Good, good. Silicon <laughs> Valley for you all out there. Okay. <laughs> so I'm in Fort Lauderdale. We have to. We're getting on a 6:30 flight on Sunday and <laughs> flying I'm west. That, but I'm, I'm sure it'll be great to discover gold. But uh, but seriously, getting back on board. So yes. that that does really. Everyone does a lot of traveling, and what a good way to put that. If you can't sit next to that person for six hours, you wouldn't want to hire them. Yes. Now, but let me ask you a question. You know, in using the word matchmaking, in, in dating, and sometimes mm-hmm. in, in courting someone to do business with you, to, to work with you, sure, there are dating. some people <laughs> who are good at putting on that dating mask. So when they sit down across from you, they put on, you know, they're, they're chameleons. They're able to sort of mirror what it is that you do. But in mm-hmm. the long run, they're not going to keep that facade up. So mm-hmm. you may be able to sit on a plane with them for six hours on a couple of trips. Mm-hmm. But the reality is... After those couple of flights, they're going to irritate the hell out of you. How, how do you distinguish between that? Between someone giving you what they believe you want in an interview versus like what mm-hmm. they're going to be like consistently? That's a great question, Brandy. I think, uh, and we hear that a lot, actually, um, and I think what we usually suggest, um, because it really is, it's a dating process, and, be, and when, when companies or people or hiring managers have that concern about, you know, this person sounds great, and especially when it comes to salespeople who are typically, you know, very, very good at mirror and matching and, and, mm-hmm. and listening and asking the right questions, and, um, you know, we usually tell them that, you know, in, if, in that dating process, you know, make it, you know, you know, feel free, as long as you can afford to wait, um, you know, make it a long one. Because, uh, you know, I mean, we, we've had searches, you know, you know, because of our, you know, not always because of, of our time frame, um, but, you know, our clients often stretch, stretch things out. Um, you know, they practice cognitive, you know, they, they practice uh, consensus hiring where they want, you know, uh, a person that maybe the hiring manager is considering on bringing aboard or let's say the head of sales to meet with um, all of his peers, maybe the head of marketing, maybe the COO or whoever mm-hmm. he feels is appropriate. Um, and that usually requires, you know, many dates or that person coming back um, 
you know, a lot. Several times, which, right. Which might, you know, span over a few months. So what we've seen is that, you know, only the, only the people who are really passionate and committed um, about the, that brand or that company or that opportunity, um, you know, re- really, really stick to it. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, and, and what we do with our clients is we're constantly, you know, after each, after each individual or separate interview, we're constantly taking their pulse and, and the temperature of the client and the candidate to, you know, and we're asking the candidates, are you, are you, you know, as interested as you were, the, you know, on your first date? Are you more so? Or are you less so? And why? Um, and, you know, and with how we work, since we're a retained search firm, you know, we're, we're, we, we often pull people out of the process, you know, proactively um, if, if, we see the, if, if we sense a problem. So if, if we feel that they're, you know, basically that just, uh, you know, giving great face and uh, saying the right things and, uh, you know, and, and, you know, we tell our clients, go with your gut. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you see problems or are feeling warning signs, then right, you know you it's better to basically you know not not pull, uh, pull a trigger than you know than do it and have to you know lose that person. Right, because the worst thing is it takes three months to train someone. Yes, and about six months of therapy. <laughs> if you have to, right. if both you, parties possibly. Yeah, it's exactly, exactly. Let's do this, um, Brandon. Let's take yes. a quick break, and we will come right back with more wonderful knowledge from Brandon Gutman. Terrific. Stick around. Cover Story. We'll be back after this short break. Don't get bullied by the big guys. LookSmart is your budget-friendly online advertising alternative, offering businesses of all sizes affordable, targeted, pay-per-click advertising. And whenever you need help, whether you're just getting started or a seasoned vet, LookSmart offers accessible customer support for all advertisers, no matter the size. We call it pay-per-click power to the people, and it's only available here at LookSmart. Log on to ppcpowertothepeople.com and join the revolution today. Are your domains working hard enough for you? Now, park your portfolio at RevenueDirect.com to maximize your earnings on traffic. With RevenueDirect's proven domain monetization service, you'll experience better payouts, more options, and smart optimization. Sign up free now at RevenueDirect.com. It's that easy. RevenueDirect. Make more money. Period. Welcome to the Daily Search Cast. I just got an instant message from Matt Cutts. He's saying we are the good company that treats people well. Oh, good. So we confirmed that. I know here's the deal on Matt Cutts and instant messaging. Not. <laughs> The guy is like, now he's, he's sort of like the expert witness, like have PR people and lawyers with him. Matt is like the Bruce Lee of Google PR, right? <laughs> he can walk in, he's like, you know, chop! The Daily Search Cast. Live broadcast Monday through Thursdays at 11.30 a.m. Eastern, 8.30 a.m. Pacific. And on demand every day, only on webmasterradio.fm. Get clicked, covered, and read all week long on webmasterradio.fm. Your destination for education and entertainment. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Commercials off. Now back to Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to this very special edition of Cover Story. Our featured guest today is Brandon Gutman, who is the Director of Marketing and Business Development with uh, Stephen Bradford Search. Welcome back, you. Hello there. Hey there. So prior to the break, we were talking about um, hiring the correct person, how to be able to separate the wheat from the chaff and, and making sure that you're hiring the right person for your environment. 
Um, and you brought up a lot of really, I mean, I think the consensus thing is excellent. Mm-hmm. You know, really bringing in as many, you know, all the people that are basically going to touch and work with that person, have them spend some time with them. That way everyone feels comfortable. I think, mm-hmm. I think, and that makes so much sense. And I think that people don't always think about that. Taking time. And let me, you also wrote, because I, I read your notes, um, and they're brilliant. Um, you also wrote that also have someone put together a proposal about what they are going to do mm-hmm. for yes. the company. Right. Okay. Can you expound on that? Like things you can and can't expect from people in the hiring process for them to do like commitment-wise? Sure, sure. So I think this this definitely applies to both, um, you know, to a candidate and a hiring manager, um, because you know when you're in the interview process and and you're talking and you're learning about each other and and the goals and and of the company, especially if it comes to a sales or biz dev person, when there is certain revenue. Uh, numbers to hit or certain categories that need to be leveraged or, or, or verticals that the company wants this person to be going after, um, you, know, you know, we feel that it's effective for, in order for, for both people to be on the same page. And, and Brandy, back to your point about, you know, people who are great at, uh, you know, interviewing well and, 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 and dating, and then once they get on board, you know, unfortunately for, the, for both sides, it turns into a flop. I think it's good for, for the hiring manager and the candidate to uh, basically, you know, you know, leave the interview and and do some homework and come back. And that homework could be putting together a plan of how each person feels or understands um, the next um, three, six, and nine months should be looking. And and if they compare those, and and not to elaborate, it could be just basically an outline. Uh, you know, but just some some uh, communication that they can put together to compare to make sure they're both on the same page, literally. Um, and if not, that's the opportunity for both of them to, you know, kind of, you know, learn more and push back and, and ask questions. Right. It's also a great opportunity, too, for someone to see how they're perceived. You know, if exactly, I was... Exactly. It, it's a, it's mm-hmm. a great... It, and it goes back to, you know, it, you know, the dating process. And it, it could also be seen as, uh, you know, as another interviewing test. And it's, it, it's, a situational, it's a situational interview where that person could come back in and, and present their plan. And it, and it shows how they would be possibly, you know, in front of a client or, or on a sales pitch. Because basically, you know, they are the product and they are selling and marketing themselves to that, to that uh, potential uh, company or a hiring manager. Right, which is... What are some? Now, let me ask you a question. Everyone always talks about hunters and farmers. Mm-hmm. So, what, what does that really mean? Uh, that's, that's a great, great, uh, great question. Um, so, everyone, you know, so I most, love that all my questions are great. And a lot of people that I that I meet are are dying to find great hunters, which essentially is, you know, the the, the rainmakers and and the salespeople who are really expected by the company to really you know knock down doors and and engage um, prospective clients and new customers who are not currently uh, working with that company. Um, whereas uh, a farmer role, and by the way, nothing against people who are considered farmers because there's definitely uh, a value for um, those people who are, who are essentially uh, client services people or account managers who are more responsible for one, once the new business comes on board and there is a new client uh, to basically you know, be holding that client's hand and, and, and managing um, you know, the process and also leveraging that business, which sometimes could be even more profitable than, uh, you know, than the new business. Mm-hmm. 
Well, absolutely. Um, Re- retaining business is, is extremely important and growing the business once you have, like, for example, take IAC. Yeah. They're going to love us over there. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Keep plugging away. Yeah, absolutely. But take someone like IAC who is, you know, Expedia, they're Ask, you know, they're, they're a multitude of companies. So once right. you get inside, instead of getting, you know, maybe you just have a relationship with the people at Ask. Right. Well, use what I used to call the golden key rule, which is instead of, you know, stopping there and saying, well, this is a great relationship and let me just own the Ask account. No, you know, talk to the people inside of Ask and say, hey, could you hook me up with the lovely people over Expedia so I can have an account and then like free travel anytime I want, you know, but... (laughs) No, you, you, that's, a, that's a great point. I mean, mm-hmm. a, str- a very strategic senior, you know, or, or a great client services person who's working, you know, at, let's say at IAC Advertising Solutions could be, definitely be looking at, at, at the clients who, who are working with Ask Jeeves or, or, or no, no, Ask.com no. yeah. or Ticketmaster and saying, hmm, are, are, would these be appropriate for maybe for our new vertical, you know, like College Humor or, or Vimeo and, and do some, uh, some cross-selling with, with the other uh, heads of sales? Absolutely. So in that case, the, the, the farmer... Mm-hmm. is a good person. But let me ask you a question. Would the farmer be a person who would actually think strategically and be aggressive that way? Or would the hunter really need to come in, assess what the farmer is doing and spearhead new projects? Well, ideally, I mean, I mean, I mean, ideally, and hopefully the farmer should be able to do that on their own. Um, because yeah, I think that, you know, salespeople, you know, that are, you know, true, true hunters really, really love, love to be, you know, not, I don't want to say left alone, but really, I mean, they're, they're best utilized in terms of, you know, being out there, usually, you know, out of the office or, uh, meeting, you know, at, at conferences and events, uh, meeting, uh, you know, potential new, new customers. Um, so they should definitely have, uh, you know, connectivity with, with the, with those, um, with those farmers. But, you know, I think the, uh, the right person on the client services side should should embrace uh, you know the right vision and, and and conceptual thinking and strategy to come up with those ideas, which which is basically you know should be part of the job description. And then of course it, it's very helpful if, if they have access and and they have salespeople who who are uh, accountable and, and helpful to them. Absolutely. Now, are you of the mindset that you know if you divide people into you know, hunters and farmers mm-hmm. of keeping the people who you were actually, we were just actually having a big round table discussion about this, that uh-huh. when you bring in people, let's say to be biz dev people, right. Okay. To head up biz dev, um, that those people should be responsible for just doing the hunting. Once they bring in a, cl- once they bring in an account, boom, it goes over to client services so that never the twain shall meet and it, keep, it keeps the company more protected. Or do you believe that the hunter should stay involved throughout the whole process? Well, if, if I can, I would love to use myself uh, as, as an example, uh, just because it's, it's, it's totally relevant to your question, mm-hmm. and, it's, it's, and it's working successfully for our company. So I, I can you know, definitely attest to that. It's a fact here, because I'm, essentially what I'm doing is I'm bringing in um, only new business, and I'm, I'm not recruiting. So I basically identify uh, a possible client, and depending on which practice area within our firm it's relevant for, whether it's online media or promotions or packaged goods or market research, I then connect them with the appropriate recruiter, and, and, and we basically, you know, ha- have a meeting with them, and if they decide to move forward, it's that recruiter uh, fulfilling, you know, the business and basically acting as an account manager and, and not me. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I, I definitely, because I did open that door, and it, and it might have taken in some cases over a year mm-hmm. uh, to get to that meeting, I definitely have a relationship with, uh, with the client, even though I'm not working with them as directly as the recruiter is, so I'm definitely going back to them they, they always have access to me which I think is which is which is definitely uh, common for successful salespeople at other companies whether it's uh, you know an online media company 
foreign agency, they, they always have connectivity to their salesperson who, who basically began the relationship uh, in case they need help communicating with the client services team or, or, or venting or, or whatever it might right. be. The relationship should never be um, stopped. Absolutely. But, um, you know, to, to that point, I do believe that, you know, you should, you know, I think salespeople or, or rainmakers or biz dev people should definitely be um, focused um, on, on really going out there and, and finding new business. Um, and that's basically what my company expects of me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, that said, I, I definitely go back to my, uh, you know, th- those clients and I sit down with them and I ask them, you know, how happy they are. And maybe we can, I can actually help leverage the business into another practice area through, their, through the company. Uh, and also, you know, f- you know c- connect, with, connect th- uh, through them to their friends who might be, uh, you know, not working with us yet. Yeah, which is such an easy thing to do and people don't maximize you're, their existing oh, relationships. That's a great point, Brandy. I mean, I mean it's definitely I mean, the easiest doors to knock on are the ones you're already standing on or, or, yeah, or, or the warm yeah. ones. And, uh, you know, if you think about it, I mean, I think most, most people who have been in this business just for a few years could probably stop the cold calling and really take a look at their, their you know, their current client base and probably spend, you know, m- most of their days uh, just calling on who they already know and who they've already worked with and asking them, you know, for, you know, to talk to their friends and to provide, you know, email introductions and so forth. You know, it's interesting. Keith Ferrazzi, if I, if I can remember back yeah, so far. One, I don't of my, one of my mentors, yes. Yeah, he's a, he's a great guy. Um, you know, he basically says, which is interesting, although I'm totally paraphrasing him, <laughs> is, you know, take a look at what your goals are. Mm-hmm. Then look at all of the people that you already know. Mm-hmm. They can help you achieve like however many goals it is that you have. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's six degrees of separation. Mm-hmm. So between like, let's say I'm looking for, let's say I know Keith and I'm mm-hmm. looking for, I'm looking to hire someone new. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know who to hire. I call Keith. I say, hey, Keith, I'm looking to hire someone new. He says, hey, I've got this great friend. His name is Brandon Gutman. He's a guru at mm-hmm. hiring people. Rock on. Now I just wiped off. Right. Instead of, you know, trying to put together some sort of job description, posting it online. I mean, there's nothing wrong with doing that. It's just a much longer, more laborious situation vis-a-vis picking up the phone, speaking to one person. That person feels good because they're doing a favor for another person. It's pay it forward. It's good karma. And we all live happily ever after. No, it, you're totally right. It, I'm glad you brought that up. It, it's brilliant. I mean, it, it, and actually, the the goal or the challenge or the issue, whether it's recruiting or going after a, a new comp, a new client or a business plan, becomes much easier when you practice what Keith was talking about, which you just you know very 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 well illustrated. Is putting together the you know the plan and then putting together a list of of connections that are relevant and, and then and then basically putting it together and, and it, it it'll, it'll amaze people to see um, how much easier it's going to be because they, the connections they already have are, are coming to life. Absolutely. And, you and know, providing new value. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, it, and it's true. It makes everyone's life easier. Everyone's happy. Um, I'm not happy at the moment because unfortunately we're coming to the close of the show and we've only begun to scratch the surface with you. Oh, now what? Now we'll do a part two. Oh my God. I think we're going to have to go to a part two, Brandon. I'm part two worthy. Oh, I love that. You're so cute. Of course you are. And you know what? Like, I, to be honest with you, I was in a slightly gravelly mood today. And because you were so polite in telling me that all my questions were great, you actually put me in an awesome mood. <laughs> oh, well, that's good. Well, you're much nicer than Howard Stern is <laughs> well, on <I> interviews. <laughs> well, and, and Don Imus. Well, you know, yeah, I don't mind being compared to Howard Stern. I do, however, take offense to Tom <laughs> You know, I guess it's because I don't have a broad to my left who I'm fondling <laughs> is what makes my, uh, my, my interview style a little too No, you have Eddie instead. Yeah, 
Eddie's pretty hot. Not as hot as my husband, I have to say. Well, that's good then. That's good for your husband. But we will. No, yes, I'm very good for, for you. I'm very, very fortunate. But we will be auctioning Eddie off at Search Bash. Oh, really? Hey, I'm sorry to miss cool, that. What a cool thing. That is the prize. We'll, uh, we'll auction Eddie off for something interesting. I don't know what. He's, well, he's, if, I, if, I, if I can find any bidders in my office, I'll definitely send them over to uh, <laughs> that's so great. the event. That is so great. We'll, we'll play strip something with Eddie on stage. Eddie is like the most laid-back person in the world. He is not looking at me now because he already gave me the dagger eyes going, Brandy. How did he agree to this, he, he, he didn't agree to anything. Oh, he doesn't know yet. No, he knows. He's actually producing the show. Wow. <laughs> Hating me. Hating me. Look at that. He won't even look at me. Eyes. Oh, he just looked at me. Eyes of, of death I just got. Okay. So listen, before we both go up and, and smoke, um, we are definitely going to do a part two with Brandon because I think that this is important information for everyone. We really need oh. to touch more on the management side of things. I'm glad. And um, I mean, this is awesome information for everyone out there who wants to keep their job, wants to get another job, um, and, and those who are traversing the waters of recruiting um, new staff to make sure that they're properly um, equipped to live in the environment that you've created. So that's um, great, and please, in part two, you know, I mean, think of the uh, you know the most the most challenging questions that that you feel your you know your audience and listeners you know on the hiring side or even on the candidate side are are facing, and and please you know throw them out. I'll do I'll do my best to uh, to provide value. Okay, all right, you guys, that's the challenge. You heard it straight from Brandon. Email me or email the station, please, with your questions. This is free advice from uh, one of the industry's best. Free advice. So write in your questions. He will answer them right here, and we'll let you know when we've scheduled our second interview. We'll try to do it directly after SES, um, Search Engine Strategy. So that'll be two weeks from Wednesday. Yes, as long as that's good for you. Mm-hmm. And um, to everyone, have a great rest of your day. And Brandon, thank you for spending the time with us today. Oh, that's great. Happy to help, Randy. All right, super. You have. Pay it forward. <laughs> you too. Pay it back. <laughs>